and welcome everyone to today's news tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Ash Paulson and Steve Bowling, along with our very good friend and special guest, returning guest, Yo Schiller. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello, humans. I'm Yo Schiller. It is an honor to be here again. I am flattered, and thank you for having me on. Glad to have you back on. Oh, I, I we said we wanted you back on, and we definitely got it. We had to do it, and uh, glad we could pull it off. Uh, how yeah. you been? I've been okay. It's been up and down, just trying to do what I can, keeping busy, working a lot. So much, in fact, if I may brag a little bit, I had to get myself a Fitbit so I can keep track of how Ooh. much sleep I've been getting each night. Nice. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I've been okay. I am in a fortunate situation. I am trying to get my life together and I'm trying to just keep at it and do what I can. Now I did try nice. to get you on the show last week, but when I asked you actually had a smash tournament, I got to ask, yeah. how'd you do? I, I got washed, man. SoCal's uh. too tough. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, it was two weeks ago. Uh, what, I went to the was smash it? Oh my gosh, it was two weeks ago. Oh, Jeez, oh, time oh, flies. Oh, wow. So two weeks ago, I went to go compete. The smash tourney is called MSM, Mega Smash Mondays. Right now, it's the biggest uh, smash tournament in SoCal, which means all the top SoCal players go to it, which means my chances of winning become more and more minimal the more people register for it. Uh, so I made it to the second round and then just got bodied by a wolf player. So it happens. Yeah. And the following gotcha. week, uh, I went back to MSM, this time as a commentator. So I commentated my Ooh. first official... Uh, Smash tournament. So that was a nice oh, cool. honor. And there's some parts where you look back and listen to it, and I stutter and I say some things, and people are going to say, Yo, Schiller, what the heck are you talking about? They, they, nobody nobody plays that character like that. There's a part where, like, what do you think about uh, adding more stages to Smash? And I'm like, I'm all for it. I want to legalize Halberd. <laughs> and my commentator just looks at me and he's like, I respectfully disagree. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. well. Uh, yeah, and then I did not go this week just because I had uh, some extra work I had to do. But it means I get to join you guys, and that's A-OK with me. So nice. it's A-OK now. with me as well. Thank you, thank that's you. Yeah. Oh. Dude, I might be asking you later on how you, uh, you know, get into get to do your first official Smash sure. commentating. Because I, I love commentating Smash matches. I do it for fun with our patrons. And people tell me I'm pretty good at it anecdotally, and I would love doing it. So I might get in, sure. get in touch with you and ask you how you get into that, because I'd love to do it myself. Yeah, I mean, it, all it is, is is you just ask somebody. They're trying to rotate in new commentators now. They want to see okay. this is the chance to see like who's the new who's going to be the next big guy, right? So they right. want to rotate two people out every week. So if you want to commentate, I can just ask them for you, and they'll be like, okay. So sure, there you go. I'd love to. There you go. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Well, before we get too far into it, we do have our uh, sponsor. As always, Mondays are sponsored by The Game Orb, who is a fledgling channel that has focused mostly on Nintendo content until recently. While they're running Let's Plays of Nintendo games like Splatoon 2 and, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, going forward, they're also covering games on the Xbox Series X like Portal Still Alive as part of a fresh daily upload schedule. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description, which, knowing Ash, he's already put into the chat as well. <laughs> right now and uh they're they're currently at 336 subscribers only 14 away from 350 and we're working towards that so continue to show them the gv gang support and of course they always want to show their uh promote their friends youtube channel galactic reaper and uh, once again you can find those links in the description as always game orb thank you so so much for your support thank you it really does mean a lot so 
Thank you. And the message is pinned. And uh, yeah, so please go subscribe to both the Game Warp and Galactic Reaper and show them the GBG community's love. Thank you all yeah. so much. And of course, Game Warp, thank you. Thank you a million times. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, before we get too far into it, you might notice my shelf is a little blank this time. That's on purpose because I had to make an event out of this because it's been a harrowing experience. I finally got it. <laughs> the freaking oh, thing finally arrived. Nice. The thing I did awesome. from uh, got from Square Enix spent you know how much money on uh, the shipping so we could get get you know get the whole preview uh, copy and the sees that came arrived for Steve as well. Yeah, nice. By the way, I kept I uh, kept the box. I'm gonna have to hide th things here and get my so I don't dox myself. <laughs> but um, gotta love how it has on top here. Time-sensitive material, six days late. I'm glad they it. worked their butts off on this. I, I so what's my your favorite thing about it is that they charged an exorbitant fee for shipping and got it to you late. I mean, I got mine like yeah. only a day or two before you. I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the Square Enix store for you. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. What so you're late. saying, Derek, is that the show ends with you because you need to go play it now. You need to go play your. Well, the thing is, because they were so late, I had to switch uh, switch over to Great East Attorney. So I uh, this right. has to wait until I finish those two games before I can even get started on Yay. that. So. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm I'm enjoying Great East Attorney Chronicles, so I can't Dude. I can't complain too much. My wife and I started playing it over the weekend. We're still in the middle of the first case. I think we're getting toward the end of it. I mean, you know, and, and I won't talk about it for long because we need to move on. But you and I are both huge Ace Attorney fans. You know how happy I am with this game. We're having so much fun. It is so good. It's so good. It's good to be back. It's right? so good. The, the LA police are coming to to get me for hyping. Oh it god, up. you don't get too hyped. You'll your Discord yeah. will crash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness, but yes, I am. I'm glad. I knew you would enjoy it. I'm looking forward to your reactions as it continues on. But again, before we get to the news, we do have two super chats. First up from Hyrulean One Thousand with a ten euro donation, saying, "Saying finally booked Disney World for next year after it was oh, canceled wow. last year. It'll be our first wow. time in America. How do I, how do I explain to my significant other that I'm more excited to try a Danimal than go to Disney? Oh my god." <laughs> I, uh, I really don't know. How you will taste that. it, and she'll, and you might your significant your uh, well your significant other will taste it. You'll taste it, and you'll be like, "Why is this a meme? Why is this a GVG meme?" Right. <laughs> well, we I, don't know. I, even if they're amazing, that's that's a good question to ask. Uh, <laughs> but I I will posit that trying animals, like the experience of trying animals for the first time, will kind of. Uh, be a perfect analogy for your experience being in America for the first time. You might be excited to do it, but once you do, you will be very disappointed. And I'm very sorry. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. 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 You might find some good things, but I guarantee it's like, oh, this American thing. Let me try it. Eh. Although apparently you know Europeans love better. Taco Bell. So I did not know that. I That's learned true. that from Did You Know Gaming. <laughs> I didn't know that either. It does taste better, though. Danimals or Mickey Mouse? Now, I've never wondered that before, but now I kind of I find myself wondering. The what Mickey, actually does taste I mean, Disney or there, there's some good Danimals. alcohol if you go to the, uh, the, the, you know, the places that allow it. So go to Epcot. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're old, I, I'm assuming you're old enough and you're going across and you have a significant other and all that. But uh, yeah. Do you dare try the uh, the. Uh, Drink across the the world. Oh and, man, uh, Epcot, the world <laughs> I showcase. For this. Come on. I have tried that, and it is. I difficult. love it. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I have not tried that. I'm curious about it though. There has to be something called the Mickey Martini, right? I just feel like that's. I don't think, think there just, is. 
but man, you can't, you can't the Mickey get, and like, Minnie Martini. A Mickey yeah. Martini, you drink so much after you're done drinking it, your voice becomes all high pitched because you can't uh-huh. make anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm drunk. Oh, he's a door to the light, Sora. <laughs> Wow, this just went with your trip direction. next year. That sounds like a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, next up is Cream Saffron six two three with a two dollar donation saying, uh, "You guys are the best." Oh, just lost your dad. I am so sorry. Wow. I I am. I was so a move whiplash. I'm like, oh, that. thank you. Then I read the second part. Like, oh no, I, know. I am well, so. I am so sorry. That is awful. You are the best too, Queen Saffron. And special shout outs to you. You have been an especially vocal supporter and fan of both. Uh, my dad and I with like stuff like game that tune and the fact that you support us here as well. It means the world to us. So you, it's, we aren't the best. You're yeah. the best. And we're so yeah. sorry about your loss. We're really sorry. And thank you so much for your support. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really sorry oh. to hear that. That is that, that sucks. Uh, I yeah. hope you feel better soon, but honestly, these things take it, time. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. going to take some time. So just take your time. Is that, that's the thing. That's the big thing there. So exactly. Sorry. All right. Uh, Storysmith with a $19.99 donation. Thank you so much for that massive donation saying, yo, Steve, just caught the VOD of Friday stream today and the custom robo came up in the conversation and how you liked the GameCube game. Uh, But did you know there was a DS game called Custom Robo Arena? It's also super good. Uh, I did know about it, but it came out at a time in my life where I was just broke. (laughs) So I've never played it. Uh, I missed that. Two DS games that I missed. I'll make this real quick. That game and the DS Goemon game that has like a really cool, like almost like art style to it. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, it, it well, looks amazing. I've never played it, but it's it's way high on my list of games that I have to get for the DS that I just haven't played yet. So. Now it looked like you actually played Custom Robo Arena, Yoshiller. Thoughts? I have played it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually own the Custom Robo on the N64 as well. It was a series oh, wow. that I was trying to get into. So I bought a bunch of them. Ironically, I don't own the one they localized on the GameCube. But yeah, I, I tried the N64 one and I tried the DS one. And if I'm not mistaken, the DS one's entirely 2D, if I recall correctly. So it's not oh, wow. exactly like the previous custom Robo games. But oh, they're cool. I, I'd be interested in giving that franchise another chance. And I think now that I'm older and, and more appreciative of game design and I'm also trying to practice Japanese, that might actually be a good game for me to try again. But try it. And I think it was okay. But nice. I don't know how it stacks up to other games of that style. I don't want to go off on too much of a tan- tangent, but I do want to say, how did not that not become a Toys to Life thing for Nintendo? I know, right? And yeah, I just thought of this. Amazing. Like, that would be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way. Two more donations real quick before we move on. So see with uh, see Wingsion with a two-pound donation saying, was up late, so I thought I'd pop in and say hi. Hello to you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and Hyrulean 1000 with a 5 euro donation once again saying I'm 26 we finally decided we decided to eat around Epcot instead of, instead as we don't really drink you know that's still a good time yeah man there's some, hey, uh, yeah. There's some good food in there I've been to Disney World like 5 or 6 times in my life just fortunately because like I, my old job a long time ago used to do a yearly trip to Disney World and so I would oh, just awesome. extend out my vacation and stay there oh, um, lucky. and the, almost all the food at Disney World is awesome like yeah <laughs> if, if it's in the shape of mickey it's probably really good and i don't know why that's a rule but like everything they have that they shape into mickey it can't taint delicious. the brand <laughs> pretty much they're right. like it has to be yeah. top notch it's mickey mouse shaped mm-hmm. <laughs> People oh, love tasting me, huh? <laughs> oh god 
Sorry, I had to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get our it's first story. It's a Monday. Story. Gotta get some laughs in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, true, true. All right. Our first story is Team Asobi. Uh, Asobi. I don't know how you actually pronounce that. Asobi. Uh, launches Asobi has launched their official websites. Crazy, they don't actually have that yet. And have teased their most amb- their next game in development, which they say is their most ambitious yet. This comes from uh, Gamatsu. And uh, if you're not aware, Asobi is the ones who made Astrobot. Uh, first, Rescue Mission, and then Playroom. So, what's the over-under on this actually being Astrobot again and just giving a- him a full-blown game? I'd say it's a good bet. I hope that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty safe bet. I sure hope so. I would play a full-sized Astro game that isn't in PSVR because I don't have that yet. In a second, I loved Astro's Playroom to death. I loved it, and I want more. That's the only bad part of that game is that it ends, and I want more of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, go ahead, Yoshila. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, if it's going to be their most ambitious game yet, then that obviously means it's something beyond a tech demo. Whether or not it's VR... I can't say for certain. I'm going to assume that it is because it looks like the most recent games they've worked on have been VR related. But if mm-hmm. it is their most ambitious game yet, that leads me to believe that it's a full blown, full on, probably $60 game, but the entire thing is VR. Just like a full on AAA budget title that happens to be VR. That's my speculation based on my quick glance at this article and the history of this company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see I'm that. Just, I, yeah. I personally think that this is. Uh... I, I think Yoshiller's on to something. We know PSVR 2 is a thing. We know that that's coming. And we know that PlayStation loves to tap Team Asobi for essentially like their, their own takes on Wii Sports, if you will. Like games that illustrate the value proposition of their new hardware. They did it with the PSVR 1. Uh, they did it with the PS5. And so it makes sense that they'd be on the PSVR 2. But I'm going to say that uh, given the fact that they were recently acquired by Sony and that this is... Uh, I, I'm going to bet that this is uh, actually just a full-on Astro platformer, like a full-size game, because the response to Astro's Playroom was so good. I can't think of anybody that didn't at least like that game. Yeah. Uh, Did yeah. you pull off a, getting a PS5 yet, Yoshiller? No. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have not even tried. Uh, oh, okay. I, might, I might get a Steam Deck, but I, I'm, I'm not uh, in the market to get a PS5 right now. Oh, you're not? Okay. Fair enough, fair I'm enough. afraid not. But yeah. Oh, gotcha. you know what? A doodle with an important correction in the chat says they were. Uh oh. Ash is hyped. Well, <laughs> Ash got too hyped thinking about it. <laughs> you um, got too unhyped. <laughs> says they were always owned by Sony. It's just that they're now part of their own. Now their own studio instead of being part of Sony Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I thought okay. that they were external and got purchased. Uh, that was my understanding too. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there we go. Ashes. Oh, there you go. Back. Back. Hey, I don't know. Discord did its thing again. I thought my internet had died again. I don't know what it is with my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here now. That's oh, well, at least it was only momentary. Yeah. They are growing, though, because uh, it also mentioned here in Gamatsu that they're hiring for 13 positions in gameplay programming, game design, engine, art, and audio. So they are expanding quite a bit. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious what they're going to come up with because I, you know, I, could be something new that'd be awesome if it's another astrobot thing that uh just expands upon what uh playroom did heck yeah let's do it have them jump across doing something ever since you know ever since shoney shuttered japan studio and it just you know seemed like so many of their weird unique wacky japanese 
you know, IPs were kind of going just bye-bye. It's just nice to see that this studio is doing something and has something in development because, you know, I love first-party PlayStation titles, but as we've said in recent interview or interviews, episodes, they're doubling down so much on the on Western AAA titles and, and Japanese AAA, but it's just like, that's not the only thing I want from PlayStation. I don't just mm-hmm. want AAA stuff, you know? I like their their kind of more experimental, weirder stuff. And it seems like Team Asobi is going to be who carries on that torch for PlayStation. I'll be honest, I'd kind of love it. They took the idea of that they had for Playroom with them going through the, the internals of the PlayStation yeah. 5 and kind of expand upon that and have them do like... Astrobot in the PS1 era, PS2 era, PS3 era, you know, oh, have five yeah. worlds doing those different that. eras and showing how they've kind of evolved and maybe and still have those cameos from the other games and whatnot. I don't I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see uh, something like that, but I'm down for this. They got they they have the potential of a cute a mascot character here that's sort of their own with Astrobot. So we'll Agreed. see if they can. Yeah, totally. Really keep going. So cool. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on. But before we do that, Chibi J in the chat and uh, with a uh, with a super chat, excuse me, saying with a yeah, five dollar mm-hmm. donation. Thank you so much. Can't mm-hmm. talk. Said wanted to donate for a change. Always love listening to you guys during work. Uh, keep giving off those good vibes. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. We're, <laughs> we're trying. Will. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even on Mondays, we'll do our best to, to bring you know, good vibes. You know what brings good vibes? This audio clip, at least I know it brings a certain John Cartwright good vibes. So let's let's go ahead and bring up this. Uh, <laughs> that was that was good well segue. Done. Thank you. Nice. So, uh, the Halo uh, multiplayer beta has been going on right now for those who own a, uh, the series X or S, and I've heard nothing but good things. Granted, I've mostly heard from John, but I think mm-hmm. overall I have heard generally that th- this is really really good this multiplayer beta it feels like an expansion of um halo 3 and a step forward from that and just feels great i have not played halo in a very long time but i john is a huge halo fan and really uh take you know really all about that so apparently it's all good and in addition to that uh an audio clip has been discovered by data miners showing that the uh uh, halo uh, announce multiplayer announcer says battle royale which a battle royale mode with halo that's free as part of game pass um yeah that could do well (laughs) that could push some game pass especially if the game's good and you know with activision not looking so good now with their war zone all of a sudden microsoft swooping in with halo like og for fps this might be good for them (laughs) yeah uh so i mean what one thing I want to point out is that uh, I'm like the only person that didn't get into this thing. I tried to get access to this. It, it's like a technical mm. test. It's a weird. I think you can. I, I didn't get to play it, so I don't know the full details. But from what I understand, because I was jealously like hate reading a bunch of articles about it, is that uh, <laughs> it wasn't so much like traditional multiplayer. It was playing against bots, I think. Like uh, players oh. would team up and then play a team of bots. And um, but from what I hear, it was super cool like everything everything else i've i've heard is uh amazing but yeah i definitely uh i i wanted to get in but you had to be like a halo waypoint insider which i didn't even know was a thing like, <laughs> i was like oh because they have uh yeah xbox insider which 
gets you betas to everything but Halo, I guess. And so the Halo like Insider is separate? Yeah, it is. Weird. And so <laughs> okay. I, I saw right. somebody posted on Twitter that they were playing Halo Infinite. And I was like, dude, what? And I went to my Xbox and turned it on. And I was like, where is it? And it wasn't there. And so I found out there's a whole other website and a whole other membership you have to sign up for. It's, oh. it's free, but I never thought like, oh, man, I'm going to go sign up for individual insider programs for franchises. So apparently that's a thing. Um, and I just didn't make it through the door early enough, I guess, or, or whatever. Uh, but they're like, we'll keep you in mind for future tests. And I'm like, everyone else in the world is playing Halo right now. I'm not because I don't have a series, but... Say what? I, I didn't know these were a thing either, Steve, but I can say as a proud member of Mediatonic's Board of Beans that insider programs like this are a thing because i got an email to join the fall guys board of beans to provide like you know insider feedback and all that wow (laughs) but prior to that i know i love that it's just called that but prior to that i didn't really know that these were actively a thing and that sucks for you though i of all people you should know i love halo you should have gotten to play i'm not a john level fan but i am a fan and i was like so excited to try it um, especially because I had like two chances at success. I thought for sure I was going to get in because they're like, oh, well, if you have a really good computer and I was like, check, it's right there. <laughs> and then they're like, and if you have a Series X and I was like, check, it's right there. I'm in. <laughs> and they're like, no, just kidding. We don't want you. <laughs> so, it I must stopped, not be man. named Steve. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> I know. They're like, no Steve bowling's allowed. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you play Halo, Yosho? Uh, so a long time ago, I had a, I, I guess we're still friends. I just haven't chatted with him in a while. I have a friend named Pelt. And I went to his house one day because we had a day off from school. And we just played Halo for like 90% of the day. And it was pretty nice. fantastic. And I thoroughly I enjoyed it. So since that day, I've always had a bit of respect for Halo. I've not followed the plot or the lore or anything like that. But I always appreciate just that simplistic sci-fi-ish shooter element. Yeah. So when I hear people say that they're still enjoying Halo to this day, that just kind of makes me happy inside. So to, to then also hear that they're considering a battle royale mode to Halo, I'm just like, yeah, why the he- why the heck not, right? People love team based games, people love free for all games, and then in today's day and age, people love battle royale games. And I know we've seen a wave with battle royales, namely due to uh, Fortnite and PUBG. But to do that in a franchise as iconic as Halo, I think is just a win-win situation, especially if it just comes with the fact that you have Game Pass. So mm-hmm. if they really want Halo to continue being the big, super successful shooter IP that it is, the IP that everyone thinks of when people think of Microsoft, I, I see it as only a good thing. I don't, I, yeah. It's going to suck if yeah. this gets data-mined. And it's not a real thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, we were considering a battle royale, but we didn't have time to program it. And that's just going to lead to a PR disaster. Right. But it it seems believable that they would want to do a battle royale. And to me, I only see that as a win. So oh, yeah. that's my input. It, on it does sound like a lot of fun having a giant map with, you know, the Halo tank, the Halo Warthog, the Halo Ghost, the Halo. I forget what the flying one is. Uh, Banshee. Banshee, thank you. Mm. All those flying around with all these other players, like that's that's some fun chaos there. I'd love to see what they pulled off <laughs> back, with, with that. Back in the day in Halo Two, I used to uh, like load up. I, I would just take the position of like Warthog driver, and I would fill it up with people from my own team, and then I would just drive a fo- drive drive us off a cliff. I'd be like. <laughs> 
I was gonna say, I, in the few times that I played Halo, I was always just the driver because I wasn't good at shooting. So I was like, just uh, get in the car and you guys do the work. That would be me. See, my that whole thing, when we, when we yeah. played Capture the Flag in Halo 1, it would literally be, like, it was uh, Blood yeah. Gulch. Jump in the, I just jump in the Warthog, drive straight into the uh, <laughs> opening, jump out, grab the flag, back up, and just try to get out of there. Do a smash and grab as quick as possible. Nice. Use either that or trying stealth. Nice. Neither work too often. Feet. I'm confused, man. You said the chaos is fun, but I thought we were supposed to kill chaos. Isn't that the point? I thought. Nah, nah, no? we can't. We chaos can't do that. Fun. Just okay. <laughs> in Halo, you have to become chaos. Exactly. Got it. Got it. Okay. Oh boy, but yeah. it's good to hear. It's good to see the opinions have turned around on Infinite, and I'm I'm yeah. very curious because without Horizon, things are looking a little bare for Sony. But before the, all this, before the fall. Uh, it was looking pretty bare for the Series X, so it's almost like, okay, Sony, you get the uh, f- the first two quarters. Xbox, you get this la- last two quarters. Go. <laughs> it, it it is kind of a nice uh, dichotomy because I found that you know in the first half of this year so far, I've barely used my Series X. I, mm. I would like to use it, but there just hasn't been a lot to play on there. Um, but I'm excited for uh, Halo Infinite and then Forza Horizon. I mean, those those are going to keep me busy at the end of this year mm-hmm. so i'm really excited for that um it'll be nice to actually get some time in with xbox series x games that make use of the hardware <laughs> which yeah. i feel like i've been waiting yeah. for for a while <laughs> right cool all right well let's go ahead and move in to, move on to our third story where we got uh, a better idea of direction <laughs> i don't know <laughs> So, we've discovered uh, who is directing the Dead Space remake, which turns out to be the director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, A person by the name of... Hold on. (laughs) Eric Baptizat? I'm going to say say it. He's from Ubisoft, so it's French. So, it's probably like Baptizat or something. Baptizat. Yeah. But he previously worked at Ubisoft for 16 years, most notably as the director of Valhalla and the lead designer for other Assassin's Creed game uh, entries like Origins and Black Flag. All those I've heard really good things about. Um, But he is going to be the new director of Dead Space over at EA. Uh, Meanwhile, the. the most, according to this article by VGC, says the most senior development figure on the Dead Space, Space remake, other than Baptizat, is another Ubisoft veteran, the creative director Roman Campos Oriola, who joined from Ubisoft Montreal last year, where he's the creative director for uh, the uh, for 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 Honor and the lead designer of Ghost Recon, Future Soldier, Soldier, and Red Steel One and Two. So, a uh, little bit Pretty. of idea of all that uh, of how all that's going. Uh, the art director of the Dead Space remake is Mike Yazijan, and who actually worked on the art for Dead Space 2. So oh. at least the art design is going to fit it. I don't know if these two guys that don't really seem to have more military and Assassin's Creed backgrounds uh, working on a horror game. I don't know how that's going to transfer, but... Yeah, let alone mm-hmm. a horror game set in space versus a prehistoric Assassin-based game set on Earth. Like, I, it's different, but I guess that's where different. your talents truly shine, right? Is working on vastly different projects. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, I'm Hopefully I'm familiar with Yeah, I I'm only familiar with Dead Space because I edited the completionist episode of it and it seems like a cool enough game and I'm glad I'm always going to be in favor of remakes games being more accessible. Uh I don't know enough about these specific Assassin's Creed games. Uh mm-hmm. I was just speaking with some friends before I came into this call 
And they told me that Valhalla, while it got good reviews, they never hear anybody talk about it. They said a lot of people picked up the game and kind of like set the game down. Nobody really yeah. thinks highly of it like they might with the original Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a testament to the directorial prowess that is Eric Baptizat, but I hope that good things come out of it. I know Assassin's Creed is Ubisoft's like AAA, AAA big money-making franchise. And then For Honor is another case where that's a game that Ubisoft had a, had a huge uh, market push for. And I know that when it first came out, people played it and enjoyed it. And then my understanding, and I might be wrong, is that it kind of fell off. Like, it didn't catch on mm-hmm. as big as Ubisoft wanted it to. So I don't think it's a testament to it being a bad game as much as it is just not supporting it in the way that Ubisoft was supposed to support it. All this to say, I think that the, the guy who was directing Dead Space Remake has just been in some unfortunate projects... And this might be his proper time to shine with a game that a lot of people seem to be anticipating. Yeah, so I've, nope. I've played uh, quite a bit of Valhalla and, and For Honor. I, I was actually one of the first people uh, to preview it. And I, I do think that... I don't think they're bad games at all. I actually think Valhalla is a fantastic game. But I think what happened with that game is that uh, franchise fatigue kind of set in on on fans of the series i've been playing assassin's creed since the original and i picked up valhalla and i was like man this game rocks i love it but i that's a lot of game to play (laughs) like that's a big game and i just don't have the time um and i every now and then like every few months i'll pick it back up and i'll play a little bit more and i'm like man i really like this game i should finish it and then i put it down and i play something (laughs) else um so I would say that I feel like the, you know, there is some truth to the idea that he's just been involved with some unfortunate projects insofar as he made uh, good games that just maybe came out at the wrong time. Uh, I think it's a better way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, mm-hmm. as Fantasy Thinker fan in our YouTube chat says, Valhalla was impressive, but super bloated. I hear very few people finished it. And that's not the first time I've heard that. I've heard that Valhalla, as good as it is, really just might have too much content. And that kind of sounds like what you're saying, Steve, despite how good the game itself is. Uh, oh, yeah. But it does I, well, sound as though Dead Space is hopefully in good hands because you, you guys know I'm a big survival horror fan, and the original Dead Space was great. So I'm really hoping that this is done justice. Yeah, I, I think the uh, you know the issues that Valhalla has are kind of endemic to the Assassin's Creed franchise as a whole at this point. I mean, they're yeah. kind of the poster boy for open worlds with just ridiculously overpopulated maps they're like here's 900 icons and a legend make it bigger yeah yeah it's yeah this isn't the first assassin's creed game that's had that problem so i'm sure that at some point someone at ubisoft is like yeah you need like more towers bro make make them climb more things i burned out by assassin's creed 3 i don't know how you hung in so long steve because i i got through the Ezio trilogy and i'm like i got i started on three i'm like I think I'm done. The, <laughs> I just can't honestly, do it. Uh, and this is like the weirdest sentence that I'll probably ever say on this show. Uh, Wii U release hype carried me through Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I was like, Assassin's yeah. Creed on a Nintendo console. And I, I played through the whole thing. And then I put it down. I was like, that game kind of sucked. And then they're like, Assassin's Creed 4 is out. I was like, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. Which I heard was good. But it was also like... I'm I'm so dedicated, like, I gotta see what happened before to go in there, because it was a continuous story up to that point with 1 through 3, and now it's like, well, what's happening now? Why do I need to do this? But apparently they've really 
cut back on the modern day stuff. Valhalla mm-hmm. brings it back, which I oh. which is one of my favorite things about it. Um, but I will say Assassin's Creed Four is one that people really love, and Ubisoft. But it it is the first game in the series that really isn't an Assassin's Creed game. Like, they were like, uh, we want to make a game about pirates, but how are we going to sell it? And then they're like, call it an Assassin's Creed. Just do that. <laughs> and they're like, put the pirate in a hood. It'll be fine. Because <laughs> um, it is 100% not an Assassin's Creed game by the rules of the franchise up to that point. And then, and then people wanted the rest of the games to be that. They're like, oh, man, we really like pirate games. So mm. Ubisoft Isn't that how they got into trouble with that, that whole yeah that's the Jet Set with Skull and Bones that's how they did that sort of spin off of that yep and then they've been working on for what ever basically ever since Black Flag and it still hasn't come out yeah it's been eight years that they've been trying to make that work and it, it's really weird to me because they clearly made it and then bolted Assassin's Creed onto it and now they're like we we don't know how to unfuse these things anymore <laughs> together forever <laughs> I um. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I, I was going to say, I, I know it's probably an old hat thing, and a lot of people have mentioned this before, but how have they not had an Assassin's Creed set in Japan yet? They just right? had this conversation, like, yeah, a week it's ago. So weird. I, I had this exact Everybody's had this conversation, but, like, they went to freaking America where there's nothing to climb <laughs> in the seventeen yeah. in the 1700s. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> and I feel like that would be such a, so popularly received. You, I you feel know like what, I've though? heard that. It, yeah. I will argue that that game did come out and it was popularly received and it was called Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> just, I was about to say Sekiro, but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, fair enough. That too. Right. <laughs> Which comes uh, out again Derek... in two weeks. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, right, right. Uh, Derek, just because I know we're, we're about to talk about a mobile game developer just doing something really stupid that is pissing people off, I do want to point out. Uh, in our YouTube chat, Neozon is talking about a mobile company doing some good vibes things, and that is oh. that T-Mobile has apparently stopped sponsoring Call of Duty Warzone and Overwatch League in response wow. to the Activision Blizzard show. Well done. So, Dang. Good on T-Mobile, and that's my carrier, so that makes me extra happy. Nice. Yeah. Good I'm, on I'm T-Mobile. That. Okay, what, nice. I wa- what I do want to say before we move on to the next story, then, as long as the Dead Space remake has Z-Ball, I think we're in good hands. That's all I wanted nice. to say. I think we're good. <laughs> nice. I like it. Uh, before we move on, though, we do have one other thing. Majora Z with a super chat, $10, uh, $10 super chat. Thank you so much for that. Saying a lot of Halo Infinite is trying is to try to appeal a huge segment of the Halo fan base who felt recent Halo games have strayed from the series identity and is chasing trends. A Battle Royale mode may anger those fans. I have not seen too many... Uh, people being against it, I think it's how about how it's implemented. I could see right. it angering fans, right? But I can also see it being pretty well received. Um, I mean, it all depends. Like, I guess how like kit your kit your master chief, kit your kit your Spartan, or however that like that. I guess that's how they get that kind of aspect in there. But I don't know. I guess you go one way or the other. I think. Right now, they seem to be focusing on just getting core Halo Infinite multiplayer working, which, as far as I can tell from just opinions, um, seems like it's going well. Like, they're getting mm-hmm. back to the Halo 3 era, and we'll see if it actually hangs in there. So, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think yeah. as long as it's not... I, I think as long as the Battle Royale mode doesn't come at the expense of regular multiplayer, and that it isn't, you know, one doesn't affect the other, I think it there's a much higher chance it'll be received. Yeah, 
And, and to be fair, if we're if we're talking about Halo and and like some of the battle royale-ish elements that people don't like, some of those have been in Halo for a long time. Like Halo Five had trading card packs that you could use to customize your Spartan. And, yeah, but nobody liked Halo Five. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying that if you're upset that those will be in there, they already were in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, the the only thing I'm really curious about if they do a battle royale mode in the traditional sense with like you know everyone's spread out over a map and it keeps shrinking and shrinking, what mechanic do they use to shrink the map? Like, what is it? Because in Fortnite, it's a storm. I don't know what it is in PUBG. I think they. They're on the halo ring and the ring is breaking apart. That is like, cool. Literally See, like they have the two sides and it's not big and open, but it just. Ch, ch, ch. See, that's cool. cool. I'm, I'm down for that. Like you could, you could almost recreate like the traditional, like warthog escape sequence at the end of each game in battle Ooh. royale. I'm down for that. man. Now, another that. good suggestion, the flood. As people yep. have mentioned, I've seen a lot of that in the, the uh, patron chat. See though, I would, or, I would want, chat. I'm going to I'm going to throw out the Fortnite what is now considered like an unpopular take. But if they did something with the flood, I would m- much rather have that be more akin to Fortnite's save the world mode where like you have to build up defenses and then fend off waves and waves of enemies. I would like personally and I know I'm way in the minority on that one. I would like that. I would love to have something where I get to cooperate with a group of friends and we build like a fort <laughs> to, to, to defend against the or flood. Last you the night. Night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah either way i think that halo infinite is in good hands people have been showing like the gameplay that i've seen shows that like multiplayer is not only alive and well like traditional multiplayer but uh that they really seem to have taken a lot more uh types of gamers into account with this one like i saw tim gettys uh who has been on the show posted a video of like he was using like the left analog stick on his controller and then a mouse as like his in place of his right stick and triggers i was like that's really cool and he was playing it on like a 31 by 9 inch wide screen like it was ridiculous his setup it was so far out of Jeez. what anyone would normally play on and it worked <laughs> so nice. all right then cool uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which, as Ash mentioned, is all about a mobile game making dumb decisions. <laughs> so Neontic has moved forward with the removal of their safety features in Pokemon Go. Basically, during the pandemic, since people couldn't really leave the house or really go places, they, I think, doubled the distance that you could uh, that you needed to uh, be close to Pokestops or gyms or what have you, which was a really popular move. People could keep playing Pokemon Go, and it actually did, from what I understand, pretty well over the course of the pandemic. And even in a, in a nice bonus, it was really nice for disabled gamers, and they were able to actually get out and do more with the game. But with the pandemic being over hello delta <laughs> um, yeah, it's over right yeah 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 obviously uh they're like okay we're taking it away now we're removing it and that's after a big campaign of people wanting to do that and actually in response there's a lot of fans out there including uh joe merrick of Serebi, who have pledged that like they'll keep playing but they're not going to spend any money on the game until yeah. this gets reversed yeah yeah I mean, I think that's the play here. If, if, I'm not playing Pokemon Go anymore, but if I was, I certainly would be doing the same thing. I would pledge not to spend any money on it. Probably for me, even play it until they 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 reverse this because this is just it's just bad all around. Why would you do this? 
in the middle of a pandemic and really at all if it's if it's better for accessibility and accessibility is always always objectively a great thing as we've talked about here on the show and so all of a sudden, that's more people spending money <laughs> yeah. what the heck exactly like it, that's just so gross it is like a weirdly anti i mean it's not just an anti-consumer it feels like an anti-business move like yeah. let's, let's make it harder for people to play our game for reasons also let's ignore the fact that you know most states are are rolling back the the repeal of mask mandates and stuff like that like we're going backwards with this pandemic not forward at this point yeah. and they're like now's a great time to just reopen shop the way it was before probably not i don't know call me crazy it hurts their reputation and that's going to go a long way because niantic's reputation has kind of been wavering as is Uh, i still play pokemon go i just did go fest like two three weeks ago Mm -hmm. i put some money toward that i figured why the heck not that's what i'm doing today right it was great i had a fun time and i saw the reports after the fact that said niantic made like millions maybe even billions of dollars across two days that's absurd to me okay and then i guess they decided hey we're not making enough money let's go ahead and force people to buy more things to try and make it so they can continue playing our mobile game i used to give niantic credit for pivoting Mm -hmm. their game during the during the pandemic they added remote raid passes you can invite your friends to raids they added all this stuff just to make it so accessible for people to play their game in the middle of a pandemic and while some of those features are still there i don't get why they would even want to take anything away all it does is hurt the game i don't know why they would sit there and be like oh you know this feature that everyone seemed to like we could probably squeeze a few extra bucks out of them if we removed it I, i i don't get it they, they clearly took the time to program elements of increased distance, uh, making it more accessible to invite friends to your raids, being able to catch certain Pokemon with ease. Like, I don't, maybe it's just me. I feel like they increased the spawn rates or the rare, or they increased the rates of which, in which rare Pokemon would spawn. I don't know why they'd want to be opposed to all of that. So the unfortunate thing is I still play the game because I, use it for my career i compete i am a big pokemon fanatic but yeah i I don't plan on putting any more money into it and until niantic changes their ways i there might come a day where i stop playing the game altogether too we'll see i just completed my pokemon home pokedex so there really isn't much of a reason for me to need to play pokemon go anymore but right (laughs) i guess guess we'll see what niantic does but if nothing else it hurts their reputation and that might not matter now but it's going to hurt them in the long run yeah, because they've tried to do other games and they just like they had Harry Potter that did not work. I think they've been working on yeah. something else. Like, I guess they've worked had on an original game. IP before Pokemon Go, and I uh, I think people went and played it after Ingress, Pokemon Go right? came out. But yeah, but I don't know yeah. how well that game is doing right now. Yeah, uh, and yes. I think they're working on Pikmin, so they might have that. That, but again, right. if they if they're tanking their reputation, it doesn't matter yeah. what they put out. It's just. Pokemon's yeah, their cash cow. Sixty-four and... in the chat says uh, they say I believe the reason that they reserved this was to or that they res- reversed this was to encourage people to go into sponsored stops. I think it is dumb, and, it, and if that is the reason, then it just underscores what we've been saying about Activision Blizzard too. Money's the bottom line for these these companies. They don't care about you. They don't care about excess. You know, money's the bottom line, and I hope that's not the reason. But it sure wouldn't surprise me if it was. Sure. I, think, oh. I, I think it is. I think it is money. And even though it seems anti-consumer and anti-business, the, the truth of the matter is they feel like they can squeeze more money out of people. Why yeah, should yeah. we sell remote raid passes when we can force you to get up, go out and spend money and go to these places where you can advertise right in your face? It's just it's a, it's a bad look. If nothing else, it is a bad look. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's is uh, I, I should know the answer to this, but I just don't. Is Niantic 
uh, based out of the U.S.? Like, are, where where I'm are they? Really I'll double check it right now, but I'm fairly I'm certain sure they're an American out of the company. U.S. I was going to say, are... I thought I heard they were from Jersey San Francisco. or something. San Francisco, California. Oh, San Francisco. Okay. So, wow. Like, because some of our some of our friends in the UK and our patron chat are mentioning, well, you know, things here are pretty pretty good. <laughs> you know, I, I saw Sci-Fi Lullabies mentioning in the chat, like, things are mostly back to normal where they're at. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, okay, well, maybe you could chalk this up to, like, a foreign company where the COVID situation is much better, but... <laughs> California, come on! Yeah, 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 I know. No, it's it's just that whole thing. It's like, oh, it's over now. We can open up. Let's let's open, 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 open. Like, yeah, no. I mean, it it is terrifying. It, it it really is. Like, I live in a state that I mean turned blue in the last election, but really culturally isn't. And I haven't seen a mask on a person in months. Like, I feel weird. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, when I was wearing one and no one else was. I felt weird, like going out in public. I'm like, people must think I'm crazy, you know. Like, and now you think everybody else is crazy. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, look at all these idiots out here. <laughs> like, I live in a state full of people that make no sense. Uh, which is all of America, by the way. I can't remember who said they were visiting, but that is why I mean you'll be disappointed with us <laughs> yeah. as people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a wild. Work thing that the... I, I, who knows how it's actually going to go but signs don't point to anything good right yeah. and, and the thing no. i mean the thing i don't get and i said this earlier when we started talking about this is this is such like a bad business decision on literally any front i can think of even just the we want money front like in the interest <laughs> of the business it's it's a bad choice like if you tell me right like here are your options for playing our game and giving us money one you can get outside and walk a couple miles and then give us money or two, you can lay in bed and still give us your money. I'm like, man, I'm choosing option two every time. baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. option where I want to walk and then give you money if I have the ability to not do it. So I, I, I just like you should always give your consumers as many opportunities to give you their money as as you are able and so taking it away in the like, I, I wish I understood the business rationale for it, because as a consumer, it makes no sense, like at all. Uh, my wife got super into Pokemon Go during the pandemic, and she has stopped playing it. She's just like, oh, well, this is too hard now. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. play it if I travel, because then I have the novelty of, oh, I caught this Pokemon while I was in Japan. Sure. But otherwise, I'm, I'm kind of falling out of it a bit, too. I, I turn it on do one quest a day to get my stardust and then I kind of put it away. So I don't mind, uh, you know, out outright dismissing the game and not playing it again. If it sends a message to Niantic, cause I don't need Pokemon go every day. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Okay. I don't need Niantic. Like Niantic needs my money. All right. Nope. I can get, <laughs> I can give that up. Uh, it, I really only play it for novelty value now. And I think we have yet to see the worst of what Niantic could do. Because the second they get rid of remote raid passes, or the second they get rid of the option to invite your friends to raids, the second they get rid of anything else they added during the pandemic, that's when they're gonna. That's yeah. when they're gonna start seeing some protests. Basically, right now yeah. we're just frustrated, yeah. but they're gonna see true anger as soon as they start removing more features. And I think I fear right. that this is just the start of it. Let's hope not. I kind of fell off. We'll see. I kind of fell off once they disabled all the trackers. Like you know, GPF spoofing. I get shut that shit down. That's actual cheating, but. I don't know. I, I had a good time using trackers to find Pokemon I didn't have, and then making the effort to go out and get those Pokemon, of course. 
But I just, you know, it got to the point where I don't have enough time to just want, you know, aimlessly wander, hoping I get something I don't already have. I remember walking the streets and having the track and being like, okay, this way and this way. I just walking all around town looking like a mad person. Because you're going down these streets like, oh, it's this way. And just praying that it actually spawns. It's like, dang it, where are you? It felt like an actual hunt. It was cool. I just, it's just the way it is, but I, I don't know. We'll see how they react. If they see all the people, like all of a sudden they're spending drops because of this. I have a feeling they'll reverse the decision pretty quickly, but Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe they'll be They're stubborn. Hoping. Some people are stubborn. It happens. Well, as Skull Kid Tiger and I live in our live audience patron chat says, uh, this has been a little bit bad vibesy, right? So, okay, I need levity. What did the vinaigrette say to the fridge? Close the door. I'm dressing. I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. I love my oh dad my jokes. God. I love my dad jokes. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice. Um, all right. Well, We'll see what Neontic ends up doing, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> it really could go either way, it feels. Yeah. In the meantime, though, we did get some more Super Chats. First up from AxCon with a $5 donation saying, Thanks, Steve, for introducing me to No More Heroes. These games are so hey. fun and unique. Nice. Playing through two right now. Can't wait for three in a few weeks. All I got to say to you, my friend, is downward fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I love it, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then Screamo Shaman, that's kind of amazing, with a $4.99 donation saying, I dropped Pokemon Go after Neontic partnered with Autism Speaks. Not surprised that they don't care about the player base. Longtime viewer, by the way. Oh, God, I don't think I realized they did that. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I missed it. So I'm sorry. What? Yeah, what happened? They partnered with Autism Speaks. Yeah, they did. I, which, uh... Yeah. That sounds like and, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah right mentality, wrong, wrong company. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, just so everyone knows, it's obviously a good thing to partner with anybody who's in who's into autism awareness and outreach. But Autism Speaks it has been dogged by a lot of controversy yeah. uh, that autistic people will say, like, don't support these guys because, like, and I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm on their, uh, I'm on an autisticadvocacy.org website right now. Uh, only 1% of Autism Speaks' budget goes toward the family service grants that are the organization me- organization's means of funding services. Also, Autism Speaks only has one autistic person out of a total of 28 individuals on its board of directors. Uh, 23 of those people represent major corporations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a great outfit. Yeah, so don't, don't really support that. That, that yeah. said, oh, okay. I do want to put this out there real quick. Aquablast64 did uh, says in the YouTube chat that they did apologize about oh, that okay. and, they, and they, they attempted... They basically said they were wrong to do that. So basically, they might have okay. not realized. That's so I, I, I didn't know. Right mentality, you, wrong company came up. Yeah, maybe that's why I missed it because they probably got. They, it, I, I'm sure they got hammered real quick, and that's probably what happened. What's going to happen here? So, yeah. and the Antics reversed things before, so we'll we'll see if that happens. But, uh, uh, but yeah, with uh, most of these. Um, episodes you know there's a bit of bias to the person who picks out the news stories but (laughs) because there's not a lot of news this week i decided to do what i call the throw Stephen ash a bone double pack (laughs) which is just basically a little story for both steve and ash this is for you guys first up for steve and i don't know how you arrange this steve but here we go uh suda 51 hopes for a no more heroes movie or tv show and they, he says, once they got really close, even casting an actor for Travis. Man, 
I I have to wonder <laughs> who they who they cast um cuz I they they were very clear that uh Travis Touchdown is modeled after Johnny Knoxville. Like he Right. Right. They they made him after a real person. And so I mean, did they just put out a call for people that look like Johnny? I mean, <laughs> did they try to hire Johnny? Um but uh-huh. I'll be honest with you, No More Heroes would not work as a live action show. No. At- Oh, I can't see that working. It has yeah. to be an anime, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it has yeah. to be. Um, Travis is is basically an anime character, so and, and plus, uh, yeah. his voice is you know what? Uh, Brandon, a big our chunk good of friend, him. says uh, he could see Ryan Reynolds doing it. I could I could buy that after Deadpool. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I was gonna say he yeah. has to have a Deadpool vibe. Like if it's not Ryan Reynolds, it needs to be someone else who could feasibly play True. Deadpool. But, yeah. Can you? Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds as a nerd? A bit. Yeah, I mean, I can. <laughs> nerdy culture has that vibe, but not full like anime waifu. I, that's true. Like when you yeah. when you when you go further down into sub levels of nerdery and you start talking about Ryan Reynolds as like a complete otaku, then that I, I think I have a little more of a disconnect. That's, that, with. that's the thing. You you imagine Travis is sort of this always down and out. Kind of greasy, probably doesn't smell very good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah. The, well, the other big thing for me, and, and I know Ash will probably agree with me on this, is that uh, you can't have Travis Touchdown without Robin Atkin Downs voicing him. Right, I mean, that yeah. that voice is as yeah. much a part of Travis as as the look. I mean, just like the moe and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Like, you, you yeah. can't have Travis without that weird kind of distinctive speech pattern that he's got um mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah it, it would feel wrong other like when you know uh david Hayter got the axe and, and Kiefer sutherland voice snake it would be similarly like off-putting um i just right. can't picture anybody but robin atkin downs voicing travis so it has yeah. to be animated and plus just the shit that happens in no more heroes <laughs> would, yeah. would not translate well to uh to live action in my opinion unless well, you did it like really scott pilgrimish <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of crazy because in this interview with IGN, he said his full words, uh, according to Nintendo, everything was, I've actually had a lot of offers and proposals for a No More Heroes movie or TV show over the years. And as of yet, not a single one has come to fruition. No, wait, to be exact, one of them actually came really close, but ended up not working out. We actually had gone so far to decide on the actor to play the main character, but it never made it into production. But anyway, we get proposals like that all the time. So one of these days, I'm hoping we'll be able to make that a dream, a, that dream a reality, and give everyone the No More Heroes movie or TV TV show that they want, maybe on Amazon Prime or Netflix or something. So I can't imagine a lot of people banging on his door like, "We need to make a No More Heroes show." Like the fact that he gets proposals all the time, like, does he? Because <laughs> what's Nintendo like, getting? I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't think he's lying about that. I'm sure he's had multiple offers. I don't know about all, all the time. But No More Heroes does, in the grand scheme of things, feels like it could lend itself well to a show. And I know Suda's the type mm. of guy who would be all for that. I'm sure he wants No More Heroes to be this big thing. He's a very passionate developer. Right. I don't... I think No More Heroes lends itself better to a show than it does a movie. Just because I feel like something more yeah. episodic is a bit more fun. Even if it's yeah, cheesy. It, it fits the I assassin vibe when you're going up the rankings. Going up the rankings in a movie isn't quite as yep. fun. Yeah. yeah. Again, unless it's like Scott Pilgrim, and then you get you do the you you spend the first half of the movie doing the build up for your first three fights, and then the latter three fights kind of get squeezed in at the very end just because yeah. you're running out of time. 
So I I don't think he has a reason to lie about it. I'd give it a chance if they did a live action adaptation, but I think you're right. I think it needs to be animated, whether it's anime or American or even a 3D animation. I'd be fine for that too. But I I, just I think kind of feel bad. I think you'd have to sacrifice too much of No More Heroes as inherent weirdness making it live action, and that's and yep. that weirdness is what makes No More Heroes so special, right? And I know, yeah, I mean, Steve. You're the best out of all of us to be able to to you know say that, but yeah, I just I feel like you'd have to give up what makes it so unique and what makes it so weird, and then it's not no more heroes anymore. So I yeah, keep it I think uh, do it at all. An interesting thing they could do is just mess with the style constantly. Do it where like mm-hmm. it's it's American animated, anime animated, live action, uh, you know, action figures, whatever. Do like Robot Chicken type stuff. Just change it up constantly where it's just the vibe is just all over the place. See, now my my dream <laughs> for a No More Heroes anime would be that Madhouse would do it. The uh, Ooh, same folks that did season one of One Punch Man. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be like, I I love the idea of like a each game being like a season of an anime, you know, Travis going through the, through the uh, hero rankings season two being no more heroes two and the revenge plot and that, and God knows what the hell's going to happen in three, but it looks wild. Aliens, I guess. Yeah. Aliens <laughs> and, and superhero rankings. So yeah, superhero <laughs> rankings. And apparently according to uh, Suda, he said that every one of the people, uh, aliens on the superhero rankings are a Thanos level threat, which I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, of course he's going to say something like that. No More Heroes 3 does have a completely different artistic vibe to it than the previous two games. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would say that No More Heroes 2 felt like an evolution of the style of one, whereas 3 feels like they're definitely going for more of a Western comic book vibe with this one. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that's just going to happen when you have different hardware because the first two games were on the Wii. And I I know they ported it to, to PlayStation 3, but like... It was just upscaling graphics that already existed, and I don't think they want to just do that for a Switch game. So it, because it's oh, yeah. been a little while... Well, no, they had uh, Travis Strikes Again, but that had different art styles. But all this to say, mm-hmm. I think they want to take advantage of uh, a stronger piece of hardware, and they want to have more intensive graphics to help the game stand out more visually. Sure. And I think you nailed it with the comic book description. But I think they're also trying to replicate the Wii graphics, which to me doesn't look bad, but it does look a little weird. They're not trying to go for this realistic approach, which is evident, but it's not quite comic booky in the same way that I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example. In the, in the same way that something like River City Girls looks, or uh, even even something like uh, Mad World or something on the Wii was. You know, oh, it's, it's just crazy. it's just kind of this yeah. shiny game, but not like a stylized game type of thing. I don't right. know. It's hard for me to describe. Sure. I get you. No, I got you. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I'm 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 very curious for this game to come out so I can get Steve's opinions of whether it's a like true bliss or utter heartbreak. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but... I'm I'm really really torn on. Normally by now I would have at least a good idea of what I think the game will be like. No More Heroes three. I think every trailer shows something different. And, like it's either really hype or really disappointing and it's seldom in between uh <laughs> hopefully we'll get code soon and i'll I'll be able to tell you privately <laughs> but there you go yeah not not yet unfortunately mm-hmm. well it does well i i yeah. want suda to be happy and he doesn't have much competition in the month of august everything else comes out after the fact so yeah, i hope it does well end of august I... like if we could get mid-august it'd be even better but apparently yeah. like, not quite 
but the other part of this is uh, this is this is for Ash. This is just sort of, and this one's more weird than anything else. <laughs> but in a recent Famitsu interview, uh, Final Fantasy X's key developers uh, were talking about what it was like bringing the game from conception to completion, and they knew they wanted to get the main character in the water. How were they going to do that? They weren't quite sure yet. And one of the initial plans was to have Titus be a plumber. <laughs> he was an underwater plumber. <laughs> That's so uh, apparently th- that comes from the game's writer, Kasushige uh, Nojima and Nomura even drew illustrations as a plumber. <laughs> but during the course of development, it was changed to a blitzball player, which, they, you know, was their made up sport because um, uh, Katase, the producer, was like, we've never had an athlete uh, before of, in Final Fantasy before. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting to have that kind of aspect for it. And so that's when they went for Titus being, a, a, you know, a ball player. <laughs> I, I want to look see this up because I've Nomura's never seen the art. illustration. I don't, they don't have the illustration. They, they did not show yeah. the illustration. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see plumber Titus. Like I want to see I do what too. that looks like. Like they yeah, actually I mean, asked like, is, is the, the carryover from that design him the fact that he kind of wears overalls? Right. Which, which I, I, I could see that. Oh yeah. Like I could see his outfit though, even the way it is now kind of being a leftover from that version of the character. And you know, I, I like the Titus that we got. I like that he's a blitzball player, and I, you know, I think that that figures interestingly into his story in terms of his dad and trying to live up to his dad's legacy and stuff. But I don't think that it's necessarily like you know it would have been a bad thing to make him an underwater plumber. It would have been an, an interesting vocation for a Final Fantasy protagonist, actually. Yeah, it would have made him more just, assault of the really earth, unique. like Sid kind of kind of character. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's interesting to think about what might have been, even even though I'm not, you know. Like, I don't think it would have been worse to have him be that, and I'm fine with who he got. But it's an interesting, like, what might have been type thing. Uh, although I have to say, as interesting as this, is, as this is, my favorite part of this article is actually has nothing to do with FF10. At the very end, uh, the article says, but but this still doesn't beat the best scrapped Square Enix concept ever. And I didn't know about this. You, wait, Kingdom you never heard about this? I did not hear about this. <laughs> oh my Originally, God. one of the characters in Kingdom Hearts to use chainsaws. That's yep. so weird. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That. Yeah, really? I, didn't I know thought that. this was so widely known, so I didn't I, even I see it up. Funny. Yeah, maybe I maybe I heard it one one time a long Ash, time ago you, and forgot. I don't you know. You clearly but... do not fall asleep watching YouTube documentaries often enough. Yeah, like Sora <laughs> originally yeah. had like a lion-ish design, yep. and he had a that chainsaw. I knew about. That I knew about. Okay, I knew about the lion-ish design, but I didn't know about the chainsaw. I, Weird. I, a lion with a chainsaw compared to what we got, like, sounds just so angry. Like, I imagine. I yeah. <laughs> Like Sora just kicking in someone's door and being like, fuck you, <laughs> revving yeah. up a chainsaw. Like, that's right. utterly terrible. I like, I like the theory that it wasn't the design that was the problem. It was just that, oh, chainsaws are too loud. If we just have chainsaws going all the time, you wouldn't be able to hear all the music in the game. I like <laughs> the idea go. that it had nothing to do with the design. I would I would right. love to see King Mickey just whip out a chainsaw. I'd be like, damn, he came <laughs> to fight. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess maybe I knew about this at one point and forgot, but man, what what a weird concept that would have been. And as Stardust Whip says, so Titus would have been anime Mario. I guess so. I guess that's kind of what we averted. Good degree, uh, yeah. Titus becoming a Blitzball player, but I just find that really interesting. I'd love to see that art. I really want to see. Yeah, I I wish they showed off the art, but I (laughs) may may have been lost of time. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Rob Arman X with uh, Rip and Tear Until It's Done. Uh Uh-huh in the chat which is <laughs> that's, so good. 
that's so good. That's, that's my horrible um, Mickey impression, uh, but I had to. Because I'm because I'm me, and we were talking about a story that threw me a bone, and because I'm me, and because I have to do this, stop me if you know where I'm going with this. I did want to quickly mention that Mega Man, the franchise, has just reached 37 million sold as of July 29th. Up from 36 million last year, and there it is—the mega mention of the day. I got cool. that out. I had to get. That. I, I, I threw you a bone. You had to like take another one. It's like, man, just never satisfied. No, I had. To, I, I love had the to way Derek's just like there. cool. Uh-huh. I had to. I had to get it out there. Oh goodness! Okay, I love Mega Man too, so I support. Oh, it. I, I enjoy Hell Mega yeah. Man, but I'm like, yeah. taking that extra time, man. So yep. greedy. Yeah, all all 30 seconds. Oh, goodness. Well, before we end off this show, we have a few more Super Chats. First up is from Maddie. I got to say it that way because there's an exclamation uh, at the nice. end with a $2 donation saying, uh, just saying hi and hope you're all doing well. I think we're all doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Hi yeah. there, Maddie. I, I think I saw, if you're the Maddie I'm thinking of, that you joined our Patreon uh, Discord today. So if that's Ooh, nice, welcome to the, welcome to the yeah. uh, Patreon side of things. Very cool. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the community, if that is indeed you. And Absolutely. thank you for the donation. Uh, then Lizard81288 with a $2 donation themselves saying, Pure White Lover Bizar- Bizarre Jelly Anime, please. Do you know that, I'm Steve? Sure. I'm guessing that's the anime he watches. I'm, I I'm, uh, I, yes, yes. Okay, sorry. I had to think about it for a minute because I, I read the posters in uh, No More Heroes 1 and 2. Yes, that would be amazing okay. uh, if we actually got that anime. <laughs> You fight some of the characters from it in No More Heroes too. So really, oh, that's maybe cool. someday. Who knows? I need I need to play two at some point. I I have it. I just haven't played it. Oh well. Uh, Jacob Tucker with a five dollar donation saying, "Rooster Teeth, please make a death battle of Deadpool versus Travis Touchdown." Ooh, that something. would be really cool. That would be pretty hype. I'd I'd, I'd watch that. That or uh, Travis versus like a Star Wars character because you know lightsabers that's true or another right. or another character has a ripoff uh lightsaber well weapon. now with the death glove he technically has something equivalent to force powers too so that would be oh a pretty good gosh. fight like travis versus a jedi yeah there are four breaking yeah. character in star wars because that that's that would be the person he has to fight true i don't know i'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot steve who would win travis or deadpool Oh man! Before Travis strikes again, I would have said Deadpool. But after how mm. crazy Travis strikes again gets toward the end, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say mm. Travis would take it. All right! Mm. Wow! All right! Wow. You heard okay. it here first, folks. I'm gonna see this whole Travis strikes again because I I'm I'm so behind on the more no more heroes lore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Screamo Shaman with a two dollar ninety nine do, uh, donation super chat. Thank you so much. Saying I'm glad you enjoyed my username, Ash. I do love that name, Screamo Shaman. That is fantastic. And yes, thank you so much for the donation and for that awesome username that we get to see. Mm-hmm. And then Diamond Death with a $2 donation as well saying, LOL, key chain. I saw what you did there. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so, so much for all those super chats. And with that... yeah. I sought to make this a lean, mean episode, and I think I accomplished that. So with that, we have covered all the major headlines from today's news. But before we sign off, Yoshiller, thank you so much once again for joining us. 
Sorry for the lack of Nintendo news other than uh, Neontic <laughs> ripping your heart out. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. We had no more Heroes news, too, so that's kind of like Nintendo. Know, no, true. it's fine. Thanks for having me on. I, I talk about things other than Nintendo. I just play Nintendo. But either way, right. it was an honor to be right. back on here. I'm flattered. I love chatting with you guys. Thank you all so much. Where, well, where can everybody you find coming. you at? Uh, my YouTube channel is just called Yoshiller, Yoshi L-L-E-R. And then on Twitter, I am not Yoshiller. I am real Yoshiller. I am working hard to either get verified or to either get the Twitter handle, twitter.com slash Yoshiller. But that, otherwise, it's twitter.com slash real Yoshiller, youtube.com slash Yoshiller. And I do videos every single day. And I also edit for a fair share of other creators. So you might see my name pop up every once in a while. That is true. Nice. That is true. See if you can find him. Head out to YouTube and, and search. Where's Yo Schiller? Find him. Yo Schiller, go. Let's yeah, go. there you go. Find yeah. him. <laughs> I found... Uh, this isn't the real Yo Schiller. I got pink Yo Schiller. Dang it. Hey, I found... One, I'm sorry. I found, I found Yo Schiller in the chat saying, where's Mega Man X9? A question I very much agree with. Yeah, where is it? I don't care if it's, right? if it's 2D or it? if it's 3D. I just want it. <laughs> Same, man. Same. <laughs> Uh, but of course, we also have to give a very special thanks to all of our patrons, big and small. You make this, uh, it make us laugh all the time. We appreciate all your support. It is fantastic to have you all here. And of course, an extra special thank you to our patrons, uh, because this show just simply would not be possible without all of you. So thank you so, so much. And of course, a massive, massive thank you to our executive producers and above. And that includes... Jared Ettinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan Entwistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Echo Carroll, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotek, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Sapphire, Azran127, Pagrima, Ken Roulet09, Jake Polka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Charlie Bird, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog232100, 23, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Orm M, Brady Power, Sakuragi, uh, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wighoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Deanith, Coda, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, uh, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling, Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Derek, uh, Ray Clausen Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Hulkamaniac55, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, M- uh, Mumbling Yeti, and Cameron Sharp. Thank you all so, Ooh. so much yeah. for the support really means the world and remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can get access to our exclusive post show and ad free content for as little as five dollars a month thank you all so much for watching 
And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. Until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye.